Pumps. Hi, I'm Jared, and I like supporting small businesses. But we're thrilled of the natural charm of being poor. And this is just because already. already. So I've, I have this new YouTube addiction uh-huh. that I've been working through where Ooh. I will watch perfect games. What? What? So, so like, <laughs> a perfect game is just, like, winning in the least amount of time or tries possible. Okay, so we you... just, like, speedrunning? Speedrunning like for non-digital games? sports. <laughs> <laughs> so you watch somebody play darts, and they have, like, nine dart finish, which is where you perfectly get a 301 points on your first go-around. Ooh, interesting. And then they have uh, snooker. Which is you get all of the red balls in alternate snooker. It is a it's like a British table sport that's played on a green felt table with cues. Okay. Yeah, and I love snooker. When I was yeah. very little, I used to go to Ale House, which was this restaurant with my grandma, and she would like hold me up so that I could actually get an angle on the table to try and like hit the balls. Is in. this just pool? It is just pool, a jungle pool. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to episode like, seven. What the hell is snooker? <laughs> Love to be like, oh yeah, those green felt tables with the cues. Yeah, you know. Oh my God, what? <laughs> so it's the pool episode. It is the pool episode. Uh, much to Jaren's dismay, he mm. was so close. He did guess that a pool episode would happen, but he missed the mark. I missed on the mark. Which episode? <laughs> I even took the coward's way out of like, I'm gonna guess pool or beach. I'm gonna give myself yeah. some coverage, and then I was still wrong. Actually, no, because I asked you if you wanted to say beach, and you said no. I'm all in on pool, so oh. we'll give you that. Are you kidding me? That <laughs> makes it so much worse. <laughs> I was right there. There's, I, it's kind of funny because Jared has a really good track record this season of guessing what will happen, but not <laughs> guessing the correct time it happened. Surely I am a podcast He's Cassandra. Guessed a couple of tropes that we've like seen, just not when he guessed them. <laughs> I went deep with this episode's prediction, so yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited to get to that, but Ooh. first. But first we have to go to the pool, <laughs> which the timing is right. It is summer, it is hot. Dude, yeah. I I'd love to go to a pool. I haven't been to a pool in a really long time. Really? Yeah. I, I think the last time was with like you. When did we go to a pool? It was like over there and we were just oh the pool that's at my apartment complex ah yes Uh, that's a good one i I mean it's small but it's nice i love going to pools and like trying to exercise because like i (laughs) I have that productivity mindset i remember you were showing us like oh yeah getting into the pool getting out of the pool is an exercise oh yeah i because i did i did springboard diving in high school Mm. so i i learned all the water yeah because like if you're on the swim team you just you swim you swim and you probably do other exercises i was in the swim team for one year but i was better at diving so they were like i mean you're not gonna swim at the meets you gotta dive and i was like that's a fair point i'm I'm better at doing the flip than (laughs) the, the swim fast yeah yeah um but yeah, no, because we'd have to do like conditioning. So we had like all these workouts that were just in the water because that's what's up. And personally, I much prefer working out in the water than out of it. Dude, so much nicer. It's really good. <laughs> Nobody can tell that you're sweating. Right. <laughs> and you feel cool because water. You have like multiple justifications for taking a shower after. Yeah. Instead of just the one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love to have multiple reasons. <laughs> But there's not a lot of exercise happening at this pool today. It's a lot of tomfoolery. There's, yeah, much more, much more prankery, much more um, booby <laughs> trappery, much more. <laughs> lots of, uh, in, uh, lots of romance? Uh, romance? A little Question bit of romance, mark? A little baby. bit of maybe a little bit of romance. Mm, a little blushy. Uh, if you did not read the title of the episode that you are watching, we have just watched episode seven of Oran High School Host Club. So yeah. here we go. Um, just wanted to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
But yeah, so this this whole episode takes place at Kyoya's family pool resort adventure park maybe that's very large <laughs> yeah deceptively large he just like owns uh i don't know what, a, what if he owns he owns a water park <laughs> <laughs> i could only be so lucky to own a water park that'd be nice they call him out on it they're like i thought your family was mm, Are you like a hospital and like medical? also a police force i don't understand and he's like yeah yeah but like if you think about it police forces and resorts are forms of healing <laughs> yeah, sure, Kyoya. Okay. Totally not a kind of shady dude. You know, nothing shady going to this is definitely not a front, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> They've so, got so much money, they don't even really need a front. <laughs> they can just pay the lawyer. The sad truth. Yikes. <laughs> Fees are the cost of doing business in a capitalist society. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> so, um, before we get into it, I wanted to yes. ask, uh, do you have any kind of like memories of a pool fond or otherwise um i did have a pool in my my home growing up so oh, i was sick. i was one of the the pool friend where people <laughs> want to come to my house because we have the pool mm-hmm. um so yeah I, I and i mean like i grew up in florida so it's yep. just hot there's water every i lived really close to the beach as well though that's oh, not a sick. pool so if i wasn't going to the beach i had the option of pool <laughs> so yeah there was there was plenty of pool time um i actually oh 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 now a very specific memory is coming to me right now <laughs> And it is that um, there was one year that I had a I had a pool party at my house. Oh. And um, you know those like, not water guns, but they're like they look like a pool noodle, but you can stick them in the water and like pull back Ooh, the thing yeah. and it loads up and it's like a it's basically like a cheaper, less gun looking water yeah. gun. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a water syringe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we had some of those and we were messing around and my my pool has like a um, a screen, a screen, yes, a screen over it. And so we realized that if we filled it up with water and we blasted it through the screen, it would come down as like little rain like droplets. Like a fine mist. Yeah, like a mist. And that was really fun. But then we thought to ourselves, because we were like, I'm, I was probably 12. Um, <laughs> we were like, you know what might be kind of fun? We have soda pop. No! What if we made it rain soda? <laughs> this is the worst, one of the worst ideas I've ever had. Because we literally took soda, put it into these things, and made it rain soda on down on us. And so we were so sticky. Oh my we god. Were my dad came out and he was like, what are you doing? And we were like, we just wanted to make it rain fun, <laughs> I don't know. That's amazing. <laughs> in so much trouble. It was very fun while it lasted, though. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I can just imagine the sugar, like, crystallized on the top of the net. And it's over the pool, so you're like, how? <laughs> All right, load it up with water. We're going to rinse this bad boy. That was great. It was awesome. That's so funny. Any um, any pool adventures for you? Uh, I do have one pool memory. Ooh. It's more of a pool timeline. Okay. So my enough. this is Jared's relationship to the concept of pools. Okay. Not the game. No, <laughs> uh, not that's all. That's another fond memory. <laughs> so when I was seven, my grandparents got like a pool installed and I would go over there after uh, elementary school. Like oh. they would pick me up because it was closer to yeah, them yeah, and yeah. I would chill and like every Friday spend the weekend over there. Yeah, yeah. So one day they just threw me in and they were like, you'll learn how to swim this way. Uh, and I did, but uh, I didn't have the wherewithal to be kind of mad about it at like the time. It's like a fun way to... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it kind of a panicked and I'm like, they weren't going to jump in after me. They're old. So they were really banking on oh the survival instinct. But uh, I learned to swim. I loved it. I was like a fish. They kept calling yeah. me Little Fish, which Aww. in Italian, I think, was Bacala. Hmm. And it was like my childhood nickname from them. 
and then I turned 13, hit puberty like a truck, got uh-huh. super angsty, and I was like... <laughs> The, the angst kicked in. Oh, yeah. I was so angst. I angsted myself out of pool. Oh, no. I was like, I'm never, I don't like swimming. I have to take my jeans off to swim. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, gonna, I'm never, I never liked swimming. Oh, my God. It got, it escalated so bad that my parents, when we would go on vacation to, like, Disney Resort or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, there's this big pirate water display. And uh-huh. I'm like, go get in there, son. And I'm like, I'm listening to Kiss on my, my flip phone. <laughs> Is it, I don't want to get in the pool. Oh, my God. You could have been, like, a character in, like, a family vacation movie. Oh, yeah. Like, you could have straight up been, like, the angsty teen son. Oh, my God. I hope we get, like, a hotel episode so I can tell the story of how I used to just ride elevators for fun. <laughs> I actually have a similar story, so maybe we'll get a hotel Oh, heck, yeah. But that, oh that my was God. my pool experience. I still don't swim very much. Yeah. Uh... But I like to do it with friends, as I okay. like to do anything. You yeah, know, thing, I think fun. things are more fun with friends. There are things that I probably like don't really do alone, but I'll do with mm. friends, just because the friends are the, yeah, the yeah. fun part. Yeah, swimming by yourself, also very scary. Yeah, as we find out uh, in this episode, that mm. sometimes when you get caught by yourself in the pool, it's bad, <laughs> potentially bad time, who knows? If there's alligators crawling oh, around yeah. your entire resort, maybe not. You know what they say, you mess with the pool, you get the jets. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard that one. That's a really popular saying uh, back in... Uh... The tropics. Uh, yep. <laughs> But yeah, so we're we're having a little pool pool adventure. Um, Haruhi gets kidnapped at the beginning of the episode. Straight up abducted. Y'all are just like kidnap your friends. It's actually a really fun. It, this is funny because this is actually like a real thing that people do. Oh yeah, it can be fun. <laughs> but when it's like two people leading you to a limo and a third person rolls the window down, they're like, correct. Like, <laughs> yeah, that one. I don't know about that. <laughs> I any any time that I've kidnapped my friends, it's been a very much kind of like, hi, we are kidnapping you to a secondary location right now. <laughs> Would you mind putting this blindfold? <laughs> do you? consent to the bag. Do you consent? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me where your roller skates are. We're not going to a roller rink. But it's a bait and switch. <laughs> and then we went to a roller Also rink. tell me where your water skis are. Exactly. Throw them off the set. Just in case. <laughs> but yeah, Haruhi gets straight up abducted. It's pool time, Haruhi, and she the whole time is like, I have homework to do and laundry and I don't really want to be in the pool. It's so relatable. She's like, this is useless. Yeah. Which very much reminded me of teenage Jared just being like, I don't want to swim. I want to listen to Kiss on my flip phone. Love gun all day. (laughs) (laughs) And though we we, we learned some cool details because they... They bring a bunch of options of swimsuits for Haruhi. Yeah, of course. Anytime we go to a pool in mm. an anime, we have to have like the swimsuit montage for the cute character that doesn't Always. have a cute swimsuit. Always. <laughs> of course, it's very important. And the twins are like, "Yeah, our our mom designed all these swimsuits, so here our twin maids can yeah. help you get dressed." <laughs> That's right. We just uh, everyone in the they're all twins. Oh, that would be so cool if we meet their parents and it's like, we have twin moms. Oh my God. Wait, no, that's not. No, that's not. <laughs> Jared, no. My mom has a twin. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A mom and an identical aunt. Oh my God. That would be so sweet. Uh. But yeah, we have a little swimsuit adventure and then we have to roast Tamaki for being kind of weird. Yeah. He, he likes to do it. He There's like this fun part of this episode where he, well, where, where Haruhi comes out in a very cute She swimsuit. looks so cute. It's got a little hat. Yeah, it's got a little, a little hat. A little skirt. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> he says, Haruhi, please, you must put on this sweatshirt before I bust a nose. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Haruhi. <laughs> 
Yeah, so and then it, very rightfully so, the twins turn around and just start roasting him for it. They're oh, like, yeah. wow, that was kind of weird, Tamaki. Mm. What's wrong with you? A little sus today, my mm. good friend. And then Renge shows up, and she just looks hot as hell. She's yeah. cosplaying. Oh, yeah. I don't know what character she's cosplaying, but Neither she looks great. <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing a two-piece, and the twins are like, hey, Tamaki, how come... Uh... You're not freaking out right now about how Renge needs yeah. to preserve her modesty for marriage. He's like, but this is cosplay, so it's different, right? Yeah, he like doesn't know why he, is, he feels yeah. the way he does. I will tell you right now that that is not an uncommon thing in oh. romantic, especially like like shoujo anime. There's always like a character who's so dense that they don't <laughs> get their feelings. I, I they they like they just can't. <laughs> it makes it makes me like Tamaki more that mm-hmm. he notices. Not the hypocrisy, but the contradiction. Yeah. He just hasn't put together the reason why is that he obviously yeah. has feelings for Haruhi, but not for Renge. A lot of times with female protagonists, it kind of slips into the, like, the, the sundere kind of, like, area. Because it's like a, I don't like them, hmm, I hate them, hmm, hmm, mm, I think like, about them so they much because they make blushing. me angry. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, so it is kind of fun to see... Interesting as well to see Tamaki's kind of version of like, I have strong feelings for this person. It must be fatherly protective. Which is, it's, it's a step. Yeah. It's a couple it's of, a it's little, maybe a skip. It's a little, <laughs> a little weird. A little, little d- d- daddy. Mm. Okay, so anyway, and then Honey, uh, Honey is there. Honey? <laughs> Honey, yeah, Honey, very full of surprises this time around. Yeah, full. Oh my gosh, Honey's doing a lot today. Yeah, he he comes up to everybody and Haru. He's like, "Oh, you have a floaty on." Oh like, my god, so cute. Can you not swim, little baby boy? Oh my god, little baby. And he's like, "No, I can swim, but this just looks cuter." And yeah. then he skips away happily. And everyone's like, "Oh, such a sweet boy." And Renge's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Haven't you haven't you realized that he's just saying he's cute?" <laughs> You know? Yeah, she's like, honey's deeper than you think. Yeah. Once you add a subject to his sentence, <laughs> makes me look cute. Once you change the subject to I. Oh, yeah. Mm. Doesn't it make me cute? <laughs> and everyone's and they, like, <laughs> They, like, frame it with, like, his eyes going, like, kind of dark. Yeah. And it's, like, this intimidating cuteness. He's evil cute now. Something that you don't know you want until you see it, IMO. Evil cute? Evil cute, like, yeah. Mm. People who really like to be thought of as cute. Yeah. And also are cute. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's good. I think it's healthy. I yeah. think it's healthy to want to be seen as cute. Yeah. You know what's not cute, though? N- what? Running in the pool area. That is not a cute thing to do. I will I will agree. Yeah. The twins bait Tamaki into, like, having a water gun fight with them. Yeah, we've we've reached a point where every time the twins want Tamaki to do something, mm-hmm. they just kind of, like, pull Haruhi over. Yeah. And they're like, look, Tamaki... Uh, Haruhi lo- is gonna hang out with us and marry us, and Tamaki just loses his mind. Literally, anytime he doesn't want to participate, they're like, you know what would make Haruhi love you? <laughs> if you did the thing that we wanted. Oh my god. <laughs> Haruhi really loves it when you buy us ice cream, Tamaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fan of it. So they're screwing around, as you should not do in a place where there is a pool, and... Tamaki, I think, goes flying off a banana peel yes. into a totem pole. He's smacking a totem pole. <laughs> Smack it a pole. He's smack it a pole. Which is also like the control system yeah, for the pole. Yeah, because surprise, there's like a, a sinister layer to the. 
that's kind of like a thing though is the like this this thing that's fine if you step on the wrong tile it's actually a big booby trap for oh, yeah. no reason Every, i love the thing of anime where it's just like we need something to go wrong so like yeah they bump into this machine yeah. and it make it go wrong and it kick the jets on and then it wipe <laughs> the honey out to sea <laughs> So now now this episode has transitioned into we need to save honey. Yeah. The honey rescue mission. It's so wild because I thought this was just like a, a like a regular water park with like one or two pools. Yeah. And they're like, no, honey got swept four kilometers yeah, downriver. This river. thing is like 20 acres large. In every direction they go, it's like gator, 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 gator. Yeah, there's gator. so many gators. <laughs> it's great. And then they are looking for honey. Mm-hmm. And then like, the, I this... I would hate this so much really? if I was like, I'm going to relax. I'm going to this nice jungle tropics resort. They have birds there. Uh-huh. They have gators there. And every hour on the hour, there is a torrential storm that happens. Oh. I would hate that so much. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know if they were saying that happens to the whole park or it's because they were like in the rainforest oh. area. Could All be. I know is that this this there's so much more going on in this place than there needs to. A, why are there gators everywhere? <coughs> why is it raining? <laughs> why do we have a totem pole that kick on the jet and then sweep the honey away? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the answer to everything is just that rich people. Yeah. And then while they're... We get a lot with more of this episode that I'm super into. Yes, we get a very wonderful moment with Haruhi and Mori because we, we do learn more about like the honey-Mori dynamic, yeah. how they know each other, how their families have actually been connected for generations. Yep. Um, and then we get a very sweet Haruhi's like... Because the, the thing with Mori is that he's usually very like serious, mm-hmm. very put together, very good, but he's worrying about honey right now, and instead of showing that on his face or with his words, he's just like running into things. Yeah. <laughs> It's so cute. He gets, he's like very clumsy. There's something really great about taking a character who is very cool and collected. Yeah. And just the second they are off balance, they become like big klutz. I honestly, like one of my favorite, like, I don't want to say tropes, but mm-hmm. like one of, I, I love the dynamic of, I especially love when it's framed like main male character is very serious and very put together. But when you think about the girl he like, <laughs> he tried to sip the water and it misses his mouth. Yeah, all the ice cube hit him in the nose and spill on his nice shirt. I'm a big fan of that. The, uh, it's just, I don't know what it is about human evolution that made us be like, oh, when the boy get flustered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Mori and Haruhi, mm-hmm. they... Break off from the group in an unfamiliar environment populated by alligators. You know how it is. Yeah. You ever just to break off with your, your tall, cool friend? <laughs> <laughs> Mori eats a lot of Fruit Loops, and he knows yeah. that you have to follow your nose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they trek off into the jungle, and Haruhi's like, oh, there he goes. I'm gonna follow him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell nobody. I'm leaving. Well, actually, she does kind of notice that he's going off on his own and is like, it's dangerous to go by yourself. Mm. I'll come with you. Very good. Uh, and, you know, instead of being like, hey, everyone, let's go this way, she just does it herself. <laughs> because we have learned that Haruhi is a very independent. Soul. Yeah. I love that about her. I mm-hmm. love that she's just like, I am my own and I can do it. Yeah. Then, very shortly after, Mori's like, Haruhi. And Scoop. Yeah, because that's what he does. Oh, it's 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 so hot. It's he just did. one arm. <laughs> he only needs one arm. He just and even Haruhi is like bunched up in his arms, and she's like, oh. oh. <laughs> the first time I can recall seeing her be like, damn. Oh my god, a bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> and then mean meanwhile, back at the pagoda or oh, pavilion, yeah, 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 yeah. 
there's Kyoya, who's the like gazebo, on the phone. If you will. Mm, a gazebo, <laughs> with our gazeboys in it. Yeah, 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 the gazeboys. <laughs> and Kyoya calls his family's private military force. What, Jan? You don't have one of those? You don't just have one of those? I don't your... even have a Nerf gun. <laughs> And they could, they, he's like, yeah, there's a suspicious uh, figure and a boy. And, like, you got to collect that oh my boy. God. you got to get the boy. Get the boy for me. We're missing me. a boy, and we need you to collect a Please boy. Please get the boy army. And the army's like, yeah, dude, got you. No and problem. then they find Haruhi and Mori, who happen to be what look like a boy with <laughs> a suspicious figure. <laughs> a little boy in the arm. And they're like, oh, no. They're like, time to shoot first. And yeah, and they all <laughs> literally are just like out here about to point gun right at there. And oh, then yeah. all of a sudden, a, a vine swing, a Tarzan <laughs> yell, and who would appear but Honey? It's freaking Honey. And he kicks everyone's ass. He's, he, <laughs> he is... Oh. Honey was hiding the fact that he is from another anime entirely because he shows up smirks at the camera and just starts flipping bitches. Oh, it's incredible. Like, it's the damn Waffle House. And... (laughs) (laughs) Pancakes all day, 24 hours. Oh, my God. (laughs) The best part about it, though, is he wasn't even hiding it. People just don't expect that of him because cute. And they kind of, like, call back to, like, oh, yeah, like, what do you mean? Like, there are all these times where we've, like, warned something and we weren't warning for honey's safety. We were warning for... Incredible. The oh, twins so catch good. up to them later with Tamaki and Kyoya. And Kyoya's like, huh, my bad. <laughs> I dearly love a character that does not appear to be strong, but is actually the buffest of everyone. <laughs> Literally. It's, I can't get over the I way love a tiny show. tank. Yes! That's it. An ant lifts ten times his body weight. I love it so much. And Kyoya's like, yeah, even among his family, which is known for martial arts. Yeah. He's called the dreadnought of his you know family. How it is. And then he's just like, messing with my friends is a no-no. <laughs> and it's the most. He literally like destroys everyone. And he's like, hey, don't hurt my friends. <laughs> you made a mistakey wakey. <laughs> Uh oh, looks like somebody's got a woken spine. <laughs> and the twins are like, Yeah, he went easy on them. They're oh alive. My and God. it's so wild. Yeah, it's very good. He walks over to Maury and he's like, Hey, you must have been kind of worried without me, buddy. And he, he grabs his arms. He can bend him down to head pat level. And oh, losing it. It's I'm very, absolutely losing it. There were two very excellent head pats in this episode, and one of them oh. was Mori to Haruhi, which was just like, mm. and then one of them was Honey to Mori, and it was like, mm. and you know how much power are in those little toddler meatball oh, yeah. hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. So they, 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 they go to leave the pool area. Everybody's really cool about the whole armed robbery thing. Yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah, you know. Oh, well, because the entire police force was actually trained in the, the Honey yes. Dojo. So they're all like, no, no, we've done big wrong. They're so grateful. They're like, thank you for flipping me. I've learned so much. <laughs> uh, and they're walking away and the twins are like, Oh, let's go to the beach next time. Mm-hmm. And Tom keeps like, yeah. Haruki Haru doesn't like the beach. That. And Haru's like, oh, I love the beach. It's so natural yeah. and beautiful. <laughs> Not like this artificial chlorine, like, sweat house. Yeah, with alligator and rain. And gun. And gun, apparently. <laughs> the wild gun. Ah, uh, yeah. So we do, we do get a lot of, I think, fun relationship stuff in this episode. Yes. Guised by a fun pool adventure day, we actually do learn some more about the, the inner workings of these friends. Yeah, because I remember one of the big questions for me coming in 
was like the twins have their cute brother dynamic at the host yes. club. Kyoya, Kyoya and Tamaki, mommy, daddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you see Honey and Tamaki, and you're like, I guess Big Honey Small. Honey and Mori. Oh yes, Honey and Mori. <laughs> the, you know. And you think oh, I guess Big Small is hot. Like I guess. <laughs> I guess people, people like contrast. Yeah, it's true. And then you like learn this episode, their cousins and Maury's family has been like uh, in like a vassal master relationship to Honey's family way back in the day. And that's gone out of favor, but they're still very close. Yeah. And I think there's something so cool about the way we learn about Maury in this episode because it's not dialogue dependent. He yes. says very little. He says, ah, uh, he says, Haruhi. Mm, yes. He says... Uh, I think at the end he was just kind of like, uh, yeah. Honey is like, were you alone without me? And he's like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but it's so cute because there's that element of, we see Maury outwardly as the dependable strong one. And mm. I had that preconception of like, he's protecting Honey. Honey yeah, is sweet and course. innocent. And seeing Maury thrown off his game by not having like his lifelong friend and companion yeah. there it really it really got me cuz i've i've had friendships <laughs> with you where <laughs> where there is there's just times where i'm like i feel like i'm off my game mm-hmm. like if if i was doing improv at a club day and like you weren't there or you had to step outside or mm-hmm. something or we weren't in the scene together i'm like it's not clicking like something yeah some, i'm slipping on the banana I'm peel slipping. the proverbial peel and it's like <laughs> I I love that energy of like yeah there's something that can't be proven that can't be observed scientifically where mm-hmm. it's like having people around who you like makes you just more comfortable in your own body. Yeah. I think there's also just like a you know me- meshing with certain people you you don't realize it cuz there might be people who you enjoy being around and who you like mm-hmm. but sometimes there's kind of like that that missing part of just meshing with someone yes. really well. Like, I have great friends who I, I love very much, but it, that doesn't necessarily mean we have that weird, like, <laughs> we real, really... Like, I can't, like, look at them and do and convey the same kind of information that I could, for example, convey when I look at you yeah. in the middle of, like, a Target parking lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just know what that means. Classic. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it was, it was really good to kind of see that from them, and I know we're going to learn more about them uh, as time comes, but... <sighs> How do you, how, how do you, how you liken the, the Honey Mori dynamic? Because that's the one I think that we've, I wouldn't say explored the least, because we haven't really explored mm-hmm. Tamaki Kyoya, but we've definitely seen some from the twins. And this is kind of like the first episode where we really got to look at Honey and Mori. Yes. I, I feel like my feelings towards Honey and Mori are, I'm, I'm very much more interested in a realistic way. Mm-hmm. When you see something that's a trope, you can kind of intuit it and you can kind of intuit the typical subversions. Yeah. But looking at this, it's like, this is a relationship that I'm not used to seeing in media. This is uh, a dynamic that I'm not used to seeing of like, you think Moy's big, strong, stoic. He mm-hmm. could be big, strong, shy. And that's something that's very good. And then you see Moy. <laughs> Hold on, I have to just like. Yeah. <laughs> and I see Honey, and I think, oh, cute, unassuming, innocent. Yeah. But like, this is a person who could do some damage, and this yeah. is a person who doesn't need protecting. Yeah. And I think there's something so good, not to get poetic. But, like, the flower with thorns. Like, mm. I am beautiful and self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. And there's there's something so cool about that and about being the dependable one. Yeah. I, I really can't wait to get into that dynamic because, like, there's a lot of history there. The twins mm-hmm. have known each other their whole lives, obviously. Yeah, of course. But, like, I feel like the 
the relationship of like that vassal master thing that they mentioned, like that's so cool to me. Mm-hmm. I, I was geeking out a little bit about yeah. it before and I was telling Kara, I was like, dude, Mori is Honey's retainer. Yeah, like, and I was like a, re- a retainer? Yeah, he, I got one of those. Every I got night. sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> he, he holds Honey's teeth straight. So, like, <laughs> Invisalign is expensive. Yeah, dude. And even when you're rich. Oh yeah, even the rich don't have dental. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This episode, we also see this thing that I think is going to be super recurring, where uh-huh. uh, anytime the twins want to mess with Tamaki, yes. they're just going to twist that knife of, like, he doesn't know he has his big crush on Haru. Yes, yes, yes. So we kind of mentioned this this earlier, but it's definitely really becoming a thing. Yeah. Like, I feel like the first couple times it was done, it was just like, oh, because we had the episode where they talked about how Haruhi spends the most time with the twins because they're the same age and they're in the same class. So mm-hmm. they have school together outside of just the club. And so I feel like with how the twins work, they, regardless of if they know that Tamaki has feelings for Haruki or not, or if they're just kind of aware that he wants to monopolize all her time yep. for himself, they definitely are like, oh yeah, this is something we can use. Oh, he's a good toy to play with. <laughs> yeah. Which, oh yeah, I they, they've just, I feel like... Before Haruhi was a part of the gang, they mm-hmm. you know Tamaki was probably already like favorite toy just because yep. his reactions are so big. Yes. and so and I'm mean, being someone who has been <laughs> the person in a friend group who got like targeted the most because of big reactions. <laughs> although I guess in a more malicious way. Oh, <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, it's it's you know there there tends to be someone where if they give you that reaction they're going to be kind of mm. like targeted the most. Oh yeah. But now they've got like an extra tool. It's such which a is weapon. Haruhi. <laughs> uh, it's so good because also the way of Haruhi just she will tolerate the twins like yeah. proposals, but the second Haruhi uh, the second Tamaki does anything, she's like, mm, no, yeah, oh get yeah, out of here. it's very yeah. good. So as far as tropes, I'll definitely say this episode was kind of jam-packed. It was, it was pretty stuffed to the like, gills. We, we've had some episodes where there's one more prominent trope and it's kind of like played up more. Mm-hmm. But this one, interestingly enough, I think that this was probably one of the ones that had the least like amount of tropes that were just subverted. They yeah. were kind of just like there. Yeah, we're kind of straight up this time. Yeah, like of course we're at the pool, so we had to kind of delve into that like this character who doesn't have a cute swimsuit yep. needs to get a cute swimsuit, <laughs> which is totally a thing. Oh yeah, like one hundred percent. And if it's not, they need to get a cute swimsuit. It's the the it's the subversion of the like we're gonna go to the pool and I'm gonna see my crush in a cute swimsuit, and then they like wear their school swimsuit or exactly. whatever. Like it's it's a thing. Yes, it's a thing. You've seen it, you know it, you love it. Though I will say that swimsuit heart he was wearing was so cute, and I'm it a little upset really that Tamaki had to get all you know with the twin because I want to see her in the cute swimsuit. Ultimately, he doesn't even want to see her in the cute swimsuit. He's like, just put your jacket on, please. Yeah. I can't. I'm. I don't want to. <laughs> you like chickens out almost. Yeah. Um. So we've got you know the whole pool kind of set up as its own thing. Um. Also kidnapping the protagonist. Yeah. You know that's like a thing. Kind of. It's you see it more with like a villain doing that, but mm. like we definitely have where mandatory fun is yes. a thing. I like... yeah. I'll definitely say that when we're not in a um a, a dangerous <laughs> kind of plot line. Oh yeah. There is that that idea of like one character either doesn't want to do something, doesn't have time to do something, and so they get kidnapped for the fun. Yes. Be it they get kidnapped for the beach day, or maybe for like a trip to an amusement park. Oh. Sometimes it's framed as like, a, oh, we're gonna get you on a date with this, you know. Oh other, yeah, you, you have know. no choice in yeah. your love life. We are your friends. We are your friends. 
but yeah, so that's definitely a thing. Um, especially I feel like if people are rich, because like, you know, they get the, they bring the limo around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolute impunity. <laughs> uh, and then we also have, interestingly enough, this is something that I have seen multiple times where there's like <laughs> hidden technology slash booby traps to make a plot happen. Yeah. Like, how are we going to make a conflict? Oh, you know, if you hit the wall the wrong way, it's going to flip us into the floor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's totally a thing. The cage hanging from the music room. Yeah, exactly. The jet controls in a totem pole. You know, that's uh, the, uh, the best place to put them, IMO. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to hide that technology. It's so, That's something that I feel like I would... I would expect more from, like, an adventure mystery kind of mm. story, but I feel like I see it so much in rom-com yeah. show, and I'm like, you know what, I guess it's fine. It's, yeah. We gotta get the, we gotta get things going somewhere. I feel like the part of the fun for it is the lack of justification. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's no reason for this. Yeah, if we were in, like, a haunted house, like, oh, this spooky booby mm. traps, ooh. But it's like, no, this is a pool where people would just go. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Got him. You've been pranked. Welcome to the pool. Oh, God. Uh, and then we also have the, like, the, the, the too serious of a response mm. to a problem. Where, oh, yeah. Oh, our, our, our friend is missing. Let us employ the private military force and not give them enough information so that they think that they're in danger and try to hurt one of our other friends. This was super jarring because there's so many shots of just men in full body armor grabbing guns. It would have been so easy to just show them a picture of Honey. It would, like, it would have been so easy. Tell them who it, the name is. It's like it would have been... They, uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, is that a trope of just being like, oh, I was conveniently misinformed? Yeah, I think definitely. I think this is like two tropes that work very well together. Mm. The like, we needed something to happen. And, and a lot of times I think in, in these stories where a character is very rich and they just don't understand how yep. a regular world works. So they are like, oh, it's totally normal to employ the entire police force of uh, Japan, <laughs> for example, to exactly. save this character. Incredible. Um, but yeah. So that's, and we had one more, right? What was it? Yes. I like this one. This was the, I didn't need protecting trope. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because we think of Honey as like, oh no, he's super vulnerable and there are alligators everywhere. Yeah. And then he returns to save Mori and Haruhi, completely the master of his own environment. Oh yeah. He swings in, he's got his banane, he Mm -hmm. starts flipping dudes and it's like, you're not locked in here with me. Yeah. I'm, oh, I I bongled that. (laughs) I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. Got him. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Ah, I, I feel that. like it's it's very fun to frame this one with the like, oh, something happened to this character and we need to go rescue mm-hmm. them or like we need to figure it out. And this character is just like chilling. They're like, well, I'm fine. Like, it's sorry, so dude, I can beat up anyone I want. So, yeah, really, a really jam-packed. I guess we're kind of getting into big trope season now. Yeah. yeah. This was this was super good. I love this episode. Yeah. I, I, I think it's the one that I've watched the most just because there was like a oh, lot already? of... Already? Yeah. I, wow. I, I went back and rewatched it because I was like, I really want to watch that scene where Haruhi gets the head pad again. Mm, it's so cute. And then I guess I'll just watch the whole episode. And then I'll just watch it. I'm like, he's like, you well. want to get the preamble and then well, you want to get the post-amble. Oh, but then also, like, how did, what was like the mood of this episode at the beginning? Like, oh, yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think I think this is a, a very good one. <laughs> I'm the Very. pool episode, a, yes. a good revisit. Did not disappoint for a no. pool episode. High quality. So, well, now that we've had the pool episode, what do you think is going to happen in episode eight? I went deep. I oh. went. I went oh. deep in my prediction. You're in the deep end. 
<laughs> yeah, all six foot. I'm no longer touching the ground. Oh, oh, wow, that's a pretty shallow deep end. Six <laughs> feet. <laughs> Wait, they go deeper than six? Yeah, uh, well, I did springboard diving, so, like, regulation oh. depth is, like, depending on how high your boards are, easily, like, 11 minimum. Oh, that's and scary. And then... <laughs> I want to be able to touch the bottom of my tippy toes when <laughs> I go down. <laughs> Whoopsie. So, I did some trope research. We established this episode that Honey and Maury are strong characters. Yes. And sometimes things that happens in shows, when you have a character that's been established as strong, mm-hmm. them being defeated establishes that an antagonist is very strong. Oh. Like a legitimate Yeah, threat. yeah, yeah. They're like, whoa. They call it the Worf effect because Worf on Star Trek The Next Generation was a Klingon warrior and he was so strong, but he gets defeated more often than he succeeds yeah. oh. just to illustrate how strong the enemy is. Yeah. So next episode prediction, the Worf effect. Oh, so Someone's going to come in and beat Honey up. Oh, yeah. And it's oh, going to be a huge thing. No, is it, I hope they don't beat him up. Is it like, going to be like a strength? Or are they going to beat him in cuteness? Like, what's going to happen? Oh, my God. That would be the ultimate. He loses in cuteness and in judo. Oh, my God. Well, he would have an identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what would Honey do? Okay, well, I don't want Honey to have an identity crisis. Yeah, I take it but back. But I think that's a very interesting potential setup for an episode. Oh, yeah. like Honey meets the... With his anti-Honey. Yeah, his exactly. syrup. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess you'll just have to tune in next time to see if we do meet the ultimate honey enemy or not. Yeah, I'm rooting for it and also against it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm simultaneously hoping it happens and hoping it kind of doesn't. <laughs> uh, I do think it would be fun to see. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, yes. We will catch you in the next episode. But as always, mwah, 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 love mwah. you. See you then. Yeah, see you next time with episode eight. Yeah. Yeah.